This is a Hot Pie Media original. Hi, I'm Deb, and this is my podcast. coffee with a friend the other day and although this is actually an ad for early bird CBD gummies I, I want to tell this story because it reads like an ad and, and it wasn't it was really just natural and and one of the reasons I really love early bird CBD gummies and I'm so happy that they're a sponsor of the show because I believe in them and I, I want to share that with you and like I said I was with my friend Tyler having a coffee yesterday and we talking about some of the struggles that we've had in the last couple of years you know since COVID a lot of mental health issues and st- struggles with identity, who am I, you know, the usual nonsense that goes through your head sometimes if you're like me. And I said, look, I use these gummies and I reached into my bag and I had one gummy left in my early bird uh, gummy little four pack. And I gave it to him. I was like, you got to try it. Just, you know, when you get home, you'll feel nice and relaxed. You're not going to get wasted out of your brain with this. And it really does help me with my anxiety. And He was thrilled, absolutely thrilled as well when he read the back. Now, he knows more about CBD and THC than I do because he used to live in California and he's used to that grade of stuff, which we can't usually get here in Texas until now, until early bird CBD gummies. You've got 2.5 milligrams of THC. You've got 12.5 milligrams of CBD. They're formulated for fun. They're from right here in Austin and they really do help people. Check them out, guys. You're going to get 20% off everything on the site when you use my code DEB. So go to earlybirdcbd.com slash DEB or just use my code at earlybirdcbd.com. Use it today. I don't know about you, but I always feel like with my friend group, who I I consider my family, uh, there's always uh, there's always some event, a, a party, a kids' event, celebrating something, um, and I love it. I'm a big fan of that. But you know, what I'm not a big fan of is cooking because I'm not really that good at it. Plus, it gets really hot in my kitchen, and <laughs> I can't stand it. I don't like a hot kitchen. So uh, when I found out about the festive kitchen, I was super stoked, and I've actually already ordered some some items from the festive kitchen for myself. Um, but now I've got some holiday parties coming up and be ordering some some stuff. I actually, we also had a little celebration in the uh, Hot Pie Media studio the other week. And so I ordered some of the uh, frozen cookie dough balls. You heard me right. They ship straight to your house. They ship frozen from the festive kitchen. Uh, they ship all over the US and they're amazing. I got the, um, I got some chocolate chip. And trust me, I'm not usually a big fan of chocolate chip because it just does just not right. But when you're cooking them yourself and they come out and they're all moist, I bought the rest up to here to uh, to the office folks and they absolutely loved them. They were all gone. 
within a few minutes. So delicious. So you can bring uh, homemade cookies. If you don't want to make cookies, you're not a good baker, you can do that. But they have other things as well. You can, in fact, order entire holiday meals. You can entire, if you go into a potluck, maybe you can bring something from Festive Kitchen and they're going to think you made it. You can lie and tell them you did. It's up to you. Festive Kitchen doesn't mind, but they make everything from their hands, from scratch. There's nothing unrecognizable in this food and it is delicious. You get 20% of your first order right now if you use my code Deb. That's festivekitchen.com slash Deb. Festivekitchen.com slash Deb. Well, that's true. I don't really know anything. Oh, you know what I do know though? Um, This week, I had a dentist appointment. I had a just your annual checkup, look under the uh, under the hood, see if anything's moved, see if anything needs to be filled in. It's always my biggest fear. I'm going to have a filling. I swear for years, every time I went to the dentist for a checkup, I had a filling. I was given weak teeth, I think, guys. Weak teeth and bones, they break a lot. Anyway, whatever. So I went this time and I hadn't be, they said, oh, we haven't seen you since 2017. I thought, God, that that's disgusting, really, not to have your teeth cleaned that long. But I must have gone in between somewhere else, right? Four years. I did have Invisalign for a couple of years in the middle there. So Invisalign dentists, did you check my teeth and clean them? I I really don't remember. But I was dreading. I was dreading the report from the hygienist. And um, it was actually really great because she she – She's well, she started off she led me down the wrong path initially. She's like, Oh, how long has it been again since since we've seen you? And I said, four years. Well, you know, sometimes if you haven't had your teeth cleaned in four years, you can get gum recession and all this shit. So I'm I'm freaking out a little bit. And she gets in there and she starts doing the scrapey things. Guess what, guys? There's no barnacles on my teeth. She said it looked like I had been six months ago. And I know this is a dumb thing to talk about going to the dentist, but I gave myself a pat on the back because when you're a grown up, you haven't got your mum telling you you have to go to the dentist every six months or whatever it is. And so you just forget. And then if they work and all right, you don't worry about it. But um, <clears throat> anyway, so I was quite proud of myself. And I don't, I think the reason why my teeth weren't so grimy is since my Invisalign, it sort of smushed my teeth back out. The problem with my teeth was that I felt they were a bit crowded and I couldn't floss, um, which of course is terribly bad for you. So uh, once I got the Invisalign, they stretched my teeth out a little bit. Uh, That's probably the scientific term for it. So then I use the little floss picks all the time after every meal, after everything I eat. I use those little floss picks because I don't want any food in between my teeth because I'm paranoid about it. And I think that was it. So I get a 10 out of 10 from Dr. Mark. What up? His hygienist. Um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of myself today, but I'll tell you what, uh, also is I feel a bit strange. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're thinking, oh, you're just wearing a white shirt, Deb, you're fine. But I put on some, if you're, if you're not watching, I've got a white shirt on. It's kind of one of my favorite white shirts. Actually, it's cream. It's off white. And I got some jeans on, but these are like super duper boot cut. I don't know what I was feeling today. And I got a pair of brown boots on underneath, but they kind of, does this look country to you? Colton, am I looking like a country fool? A little, bit. little country? Just a little bit country. Not a fool, he said. That's all right. I'm not trying to be. I'm not like trying to be country, but I'm wearing some big old flared jeans. They make me sit very unladylike as well. I don't know why I feel. Is it because I feel like I'm in a saloon? I don't know. Anyway, guys, I'm very excited about the show today. Very excited about my guest. It's an old friend of mine and um, uh, and he's a stand-up comedian, but so many other things as well. So make sure you don't go anywhere. Everybody, it's my guest. 
Doug Mallard, <laughs> as people love to call him. Doug Mallard, right? Mallard? Mallard. Mallard. Yeah. Mallard. Not that erd sounds better See, than ard. Doug Mallard. I've been saying Doug Mallard for as long as I, I have known That's okay. you. I don't correct What's anyone What's more ever. annoying, Doug Mallard or Doug Mallard? Uh, just having lard in anything is weird. <laughs> I'm not, especially right now, I'm out of shape. Are you feeling lardy? Oh, man. God, it's, I'm lardy as it's well. It's been since I haven't lifted weight or done anything of note except for drink and eat bad food since yeah. May. Just May. Yeah. Because yeah. I, <laughs> I moved back to Austin. You did. And it was that thing of like. We'll, we'll get back into a routine once we settle in, but like moving's terrible. You Ugh. just don't ever settle in. It's so. a nightmare. But the cool thing is, because we haven't settled in, just kept partying, drinking, eating crappy food <laughs> all the time, ordering in. It's great. Oh my God. You'll, you'll get to sick of that soon. Yeah. Really well. My wife will turn her back and I'll unpack stuff so we can keep eating crap. <laughs> kind of liking it. I don't Are miss you seriously the gym. like still living in boxes? Pretty or much. Like pulling things out yeah. and stuff. Oh, that kill me. It's yeah, I hate it. I'm over it. Did you move? Because uh, Doug, when you got all rich and famous and fancy, decided yeah. that LA was the place to be, and you since realized that was dumb. And you can still be rich and famous and fancy in Austin. Yeah, well, yeah. I, <laughs> I but you. Were I realized cool. Austin was always where I should have been. Yeah. But I, actually, you know what? I'm glad. I uh, I shouldn't say that. I loved LA, and I just have to preface that. I'm not one of the LA people that just moved here. No, no, no. I'm not part of that. My, I mean, I did migrate here, but I lived here first. Yep. I'm just mm -hmm. coming home. They were copying you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, you're not an LA transplant. I'm right. sure people do get really annoyed with that here, which is, yeah, it's a phenomenon. If you're an Austinite, you know what I mean? Or maybe you live in Asheville, North Carolina, and you've got all the people moving to you It's now. everywhere, yeah. Uh, I, I, you know, I guess somewhat it, 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 but the thing that bothers me most about this, this Californians to Austin is just that they have way more cash than we do for houses. Yes. Uh, cause you sell your house in California that is, you know, a three bedroom, two bath. You can buy a five bedroom, 18 bathroom here for right. that. And, yep. and that makes it unaffordable for us. Because you bring in all these cash offers in. I luckily I'm on the housing ladder, so I'm okay. Sure. You used to live on the east side when you came back. How did you find that that transition of having to find a new place? Even buying a house was out of out of the out of the question. Like fucking for the Californians, reasons, it's crazy. Yeah, idiots, <laughs> jerks, get ah! out of here. <laughs> get off my lawn. <laughs> uh, no, but no, even finding a rental like it was competitive. Like. Ugh. Places fell through time after time again to where we basically just had a very short window to get in and out of L.A. And for a, a chunk of that, like we didn't have a place on the other end to look Ugh. forward to. We thought we we're going to have to Airbnb for the summer, maybe. Oh, my God. Like We didn't know what we were doing. And like because places kept fall falling through. And then, uh, yeah, the place we ended up with. We end up being first in line, which is exciting. That's like the main part of it. You have to be, the, so you have to just one. refresh your listings every four mm, seconds. Mm. And then uh, within. That's worse than buying Dave Matthews band tickets exactly, online in exactly. the olden days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or whoever cool band you went to see. I totally didn't go see Dave Matthews. I love Dave Matthews. Uh, uh, yeah, I miss him. Is he still? R.I.P. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I just announced it. You heard it first. Dave Matthews well, just I, passed. He just toured. Well, I guess it's just I missed all music for a while there. Yeah. I think uh, he's still out there doing stuff. Yeah, no, he definitely is. He's, no, you're right. So that sounds like a nightmare. Though. It was awful. It yeah. was awful. But you're here now. 
I'm here and I love what, it. Okay, what do you it. think of the place? Because you're just being a beggar, not a chooser at that point. You probably couldn't be super duper picky. It's great. It's awesome. Good. It's in a great location. Um, it was scary. It was sight unseen because mm-hmm. you couldn't. You can't be picky. Yeah. So like we were nervous because p- pictures in real estate, they can make oh, anything look great. Their real estate agents are better than any like Insta ho that you've ever seen. They know angles. Yep. They know filters. That one where it makes the bathroom look like it actually has room to stand in it as well oh, as yeah. have the shower in the tub. Yeah. It's like, how? How? It's magic. It's crazy. But they did all right. It yeah, was fine. Yours. It was dirty when we showed up, which that can make it uh, up, up top. It was mm. a little like, is this okay? Mm. But just needed a clean, but that well, was it. The, the people, whoever lived where we lived before we got there, uh, I was worried because, you know, we'll be up late and have people over late and kind of be loud you're, sometimes. You're fun guys. Yeah, we're, we're fun guys. And, uh, but apparently the people before us were really fun guys. And oh, all the neighbors, the neighbors were like, oh, they were just screaming till 5 a.m. every day. And so it set the bar so low for us, yeah, which was great. Yeah, you couldn't be anything but great. Yeah, we're awesome. We're the cool neighbors. <laughs> and and uh, I don't stay up as late as I thought anyway. So, but yeah, it's, it's uh, when we showed up, uh, the, the trash was just overflowing with party supply. There was like oh a double he- headed dildo in there and like you all sorts of fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I brought it with me. Put it in the you dishwasher. See it? Yeah, I do. Oh, I don't even watch it. It's fine. <laughs> five second rule. Five yeah, hour rule. Yeah. If it's been inside someone's anus for an hour, it's definitely clean. <laughs> Oh man! Sorry, I you're making right me miss my grandma. <laughs> oh, she's such she used a to say that. She really liked the taste of that thing. <laughs> Sorry, grandma, that was unnecessary. Oh, my grandma's dead. Bless her. So I don't <laughs> think how could anyone's grandparents still be alive? You know, I just found out that a friend of mine's. She, she, she I was consoling her because she's. I'd heard she'd lost her grandmother, and she was like, "Well, you know, it was my great grandmother." I'm like, "Wait, so you still what? have a grandmother?" How? She was like. Well, have all of them apart from. Oh the gra- my god! Like, I don't remember a time. I mean, they've never all been alive in my life. My granddad right. died before I was born. I wow. think my dad's dad. But yeah, no, they they just all died off in my family. Yeah, I felt like I was kind of lucky, and I was the last of my friends that had that had a grandparent. Any, and I did have all four for a while. Oh, that is lucky. But I just lost my yeah uh, yeah my two. It's weird. My two grandfathers died around the same time. And then my two grandmothers died around the same time, right before quarantine. Kind oh, wow. of. So like, um, but yeah, it was weird. Cause it, I just felt lucky, you know, like, yeah. Um, but yeah, most people like, it is weird when you hear a friend talking about their grandmother. I'm like, well, when you're our age, as well. how are they 180? <laughs> like what's going on? I did see a video of a 108 year old grandma, great, great, great grandmother holding her two week old, great, great, great. One of uh, many great. I don't know how they last that long. Yeah. I I've talked about this a little bit with people on the show. I had Jenny Johnson high five on recently. Yeah, she's an nice. awesome comedian. And we were like, I don't think we want to live forever. Like a lot Oof. of people say we just want to live and live and keep no. going. <laughs> oh, no. I don't think I want that. My, I don't like I have a fear of losing my teeth. Yeah. And it's not irrational when you get to a certain age. Like right. it's more than likely probable. Yeah, and then I having the fake that. teeth where you talk all weird, and then or it comes out right, and then my knees are already like a hundred years old somehow. Oh, so like it's my back, yeah. I I was <laughs> trying to I was sitting I was squatting earlier watching a butterfly hatch or whatever. I That's, I, I have weird mornings and wow. But I, the way I was Love squatting, that. I couldn't even Come get up. up and again. I'm like, what's happening? I just kill me. Someone rock me up. <laughs> yeah, I just yelled for you. I was like, hey, I missed my the podcast. 
That might change though. You and your wife, you're married. You got married a few years ago, but you don't have kids. Yeah. No, Are you no, going to have no, kids? No, we're... So yeah, you can die early. You yeah. don't have anyone to look after. You don't, <laughs> I mean, you don't I want to have some fun still, but yeah. yeah, when my knees get to be even worse, then you just... No, you just get new ones then. Yeah, if you're true. still having fun. My stepdad got a new knee. Uh, and I guess the new way they do it. And he was like up and about the next day. Or I like plays football and wrestles and stuff. I think he's just basically a golfer. Nice. But yeah, well, that's still pretty good. Still gets out there and does yeah. it on his bionic knee. There's hope for your knees yet. It's better than me eating pizza and drinking bourbon. Dude, um, I don't know what it was. I mean, those two things are great together, <laughs> separately with other food groups. They're amazing. But yeah, this year, even though it wasn't as bad as last year, it's continued to be a bit of a like WTF year for yeah. when I think people's schedules and right. normalcy. It's like easing back into, I feel like now we're finally at a place where it's becoming a little more normal, mm -hmm. but I almost found post quarantine, like the reshuffling slowly, but when nobody mm -hmm. knew what was going on still, that was almost worse than settling in. Cause into quarantine. Yeah. Cause once you settled in and kind of figured out your situation, and he got used to it. It was like, all right, this is just what it is. Yeah. But then there's the whole territory of what's happening now? Yeah, <laughs> what's, what's okay? What's, what's okay about, yeah, where do we yeah. go this? Are we doing cinemas now? Right. Are we, yeah, are we doing concerts? Because yeah. I didn't do ACL this year. I uh, Oh, wow, yeah. First year that it's been on that I didn't attend when I wasn't like with walking pneumonia or something. It's, yeah. it, and, and I just didn't feel comfortable this year. So there is, there, there, you're right. It's that half- like half one, one foot in, one foot out of quarantine. We're right. still having to be careful. But yeah, I've been to two concerts and they were, it, one was last night, vax cards, all that. And yeah. then, and you know, outdoors and stuff. And then the, the other one was real safe. But yeah, it's just kind of picking and choosing battles. And yeah. I think like I'm, I, I'm going to get, have you gotten your booster? Not yet, uh, but I'm, I'm, I will yeah, definitely I when wait. I can. Th then I'm just doing all the things. I can't Getting wait. that double-ended dildo yeah. out and having just yeah. the biggest neighborhood bashes. Oh, you better yeah, give me your address. Good. Oh, you'll 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 know. You'll know. <laughs> How's uh, stand-up be? Did you do any virtual shows? Because I spoke to <sighs> Jenny about that a bit, and she was just like, "It kills your soul." I did a handful. Yeah, I did one very early on, like days in, and was like, "I guess this is cool." You know, got mm -hmm. paid and stuff, but like immediately the woman running the show um lived in hawaii and she had a bunch of pet chickens and of course, she's it's hawaii. In, yeah and she's in the center of it and there's all these people around in the little grid watching me perform and it's already uncomfortable enough but then her chickens get loose or something and she's just running after these chickens and nobody gives a crap about what I'm saying. Like I'm more entertained by the chickens. And after that, I was like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> so I didn't horrible. do it for months. I was yeah. like, if this is what, and people kept telling me like, there's not always chickens on the shows, Doug. That's a rare <laughs> thing. And I knew that had to be the case, but I still just, it was, it just didn't feel good. Like it just, you have to connect with the crowd. Yeah. That's the whole, and you Survive. know, they're, they're either muted or they're not, I don't know. I just, I didn't. I did a few, I did a handful and some of them were okay, but the best virtual show isn't as good as a bad no, live show. I so, agree that there's something about yeah. it, but you, but you've been doing other things. You've been writing and now you're like in a, in a, a real movie. Like, can you even talk <laughs> about this? I, I, I can, I'm trying to figure out what exactly I can say. Oh, yeah. we can just dump no, it all in no. post, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you want to give all the secrets. Just, uh, with the 
cut it up for you. Put Patrick Swayze's head over my head. Like just none of it's me. <laughs> Wait, Patrick Swayze's in this movie? Yeah, so we no, got, he's definitely dead. Yeah. <laughs> we got the ghost. He was in ghost, but now we made him a ghost in the movie. Um, no. Yeah. So like things shifted. You try to find ways to stay relevant and whatnot. And uh, when we started this thing out, it was actually the beginning of quarantine. Mm. Uh, a buddy, uh, Dan Riddle, a uh, great editor, like in television, he approached my friend Joe Ahern, who I was writing this other I project. I know with. him. You know Joe? He's from here. No, no, no. no. He's from Wait. Boston. Oh, Boston. no. I must. Then I, I know a guy with that name. There, it's it's who moved actually out to kind like of LA a common, to be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow. Yeah. Was that? <laughs> He's funny. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Dan approached Joe about potential with this idea that like nothing was being made. All yeah. of our actor friends were frozen. Everybody was. Nobody was doing anything at the time. It was the very beginning. And you're in LA, and you had what much well, stricter. I was actually in Santa Fe. I was in oh. quarantine. I like was uh, in Santa Fe for much of quarantine. He, they were both in L.A. in separate places. And the idea was we can make a feature. If we can make the story exciting, uh, we can potentially make a feature for almost no money because mm. you can have footage coming in from all over if you have to, you know. Yeah. I don't want to say it's like a Zoom or FaceTime movie. There is a lot of but that. You can edit it, edit things together. Yeah, but like we tried to make the story as dynamic as possible so you don't feel like you're trapped in phones. It's not all mm. over phones. But anyway, we... Started writing a movie and, uh, yeah, we made a quarantine movie in quarantine the safest way possible. Yeah. With the tiniest, I mean, on set, it would be three people oh, wow. doing all the jobs. Like wow. that's not normal. <laughs> and then, uh, we, we kind of wrote it and just jumped right in. And, uh, it's the story of, it's called the disappearance of Toby Blackwood. Mm -hmm. And it's the story of, uh, a divorced man, my buddy Joe, plays the lead character. He's going through divorce at the beginning of quarantine. Finds out that a friend from uh, middle school has gone missing. And instead of dealing with his own emotional problems in quarantine and boredom, I guess, he decides to just do this manhunt, but he has to find him from his own home. <laughs> so, like, he's and the character that I play is the missing character. He happens to be a YouTube conspiracy theorist nut job. <laughs> so trying to find this basically, it's basically Q, you know, like uh -huh. we didn't know what Q was, by the way, when oh, we. Oh, but you invented a character. We Well, we just, conspiracy theories was starting to mm -hmm. pop up early mm -hmm. in all this. And so we had to like, and like, you know, do a lot of research on all these weird conspiracy theories. And there's a lot of that in there. And, you know, we're just kind of poking fun of it, but. At the time, wow. we were like, is this stuff going to be relevant in a year? And it's like, it's so more relevant. And it's crazy. But did you manifest Q? Yeah, we that? might have. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. You bastards. Look what you've done. So many people lost to COVID. Whoops. <laughs> well done. No. So that's, that's really cool, though. And that was your first time doing something. Well, I guess any, anyone's first time doing something like that because of COVID. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. We We did end up. Um, it, it took a lot longer than we thought. Um, we thought it was going to be this easy three month process and it's like a year and a half later and we're still, Ooh. we're almost done. <laughs> we're actually, uh, but kind of because of the nature of, of what it was, uh, we were lucky in that we got some bigger names to be a part of it because people wanted to do stuff yeah. and people wanted to help people doing, you know, outside the box kind of projects. That's and so, awesome. It's, it's been fun. And we're actually right now 
and the Portland Film Festival, which is now virtual. It wasn't uh, initially, but so you can actually actually watch it now. It still has some tweaks to uh, be added later. But when it gets picked up and distributed by a massive name, right. yeah, huh? Anybody? Say Anybody that. out there? Say it into the camera, and they will hear it. Buy our movie. Get it now <laughs> before someone else jumps in. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So can peasants watch it? Just you can watch it right online. now at the port, uh, portlandfilm.org. Oh, that's brilliant. Uh, you can look at it's the disappearance of Toby Blackwood. You could have told and- me that beforehand, Doug. I could have like watched it and researched. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have made <laughs> sense. But that's good. It's fine. I'll go watch it tonight. Yeah, give me something to do. That's it's brilliant. fun. It's goofy. You're going to recognize um, uh, several people mm, in there. Names um, we can't mention. Well, I, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know who I can and cannot say, which is unfortunate. Um, yeah, but you'll know once. You yeah, go you and will. See d- it. There's going to be some big surprises, you guys. Check it out. Some people. There's some heroes of mine in this film. So really, it's, it's crazy. Like wow. I was blown away. Like people were just very, very sweet about the whole thing. That's and wonderful. And you're the disappeared, the disappearing I'm the, guy. Yeah, I play. A, I play a weirdo. It's got to be fun. Surprise! Man. Oh, it's great. It's fun to get lost in a dumb character. <laughs> um, <laughs> people are going to come after me. It's going to be scary. Uh, no. Yeah, they're they are scary out there. But st- <laughs> yeah. we're not the, the biggest targets for them, right? Right, now. right. They're yeah. out there though. Yeah. Last week, I went to Refine Aesthetics, their uh, premier boutique med spa downtown Austin. You can find them online at refineaesthetics.com because I decided now I'm not out and about so much in the sun because the sun is uh, starting to go away a little bit. It's not so hot outside. It's time to take care of my skin. Now, I wear sunscreen all year round, but in talking with Courtney, who's the, the PA, the owner, she's the physician's assistant who, guys, did you know that's almost a doctor? That's like... She can do so much that a doctor can do. And that's why I love being under her care for my skin. Uh, And she said it really is. It's like laser treatment season. So uh, she had a look at my skin and looked at some of the issues that I have. And I was very well aware of them. I look at it every day. And so we did the BBL, which is broadband light therapy laser. And I really wanted to kind of even out some of my skin tone. Uh, It also reverses the signs of aging because it stimulates collagen. There are so many great ways um, to address some of these issues that we all have with our skin in in one shape or form. It's not all that they do as well. They've got body contouring there. They have the diamond glow. One of my girlfriends just got the diamond glow facial and she literally says she feels like she's glowing. So if you feel like your skin needs that little pick me up, they can help you with that at Refine Aesthetics. Don't forget to mention my name, Deb, and the podcast. You'll get 15% off your first treatment. That's 15% off at refineaesthetics.com. And you're still doing your uh, top of this movie. You've been doing this podcast with Doug Benson, the other right, Doug in our course. lives. Yeah. Uh, and you just you did that throughout the whole thing. You guys never took a break from doing the podcast? Or? Yeah, we actually started it in kind of a few months in, like maybe July of 2020. And that's the wide world of Doug's. Wide world of Doug's with Doug Benson. And uh, and the other Doug. And, the, and <laughs> this Doug. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of, you know, similar in, in the way it came together where uh, it it's just you know what 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 are we doing yeah. you know like try to like put stuff out there remain you know in the scene because you know not, neither of us at the time were doing stand up live so mm-hmm. yeah just any kind of project you know I felt like you put out there do it and uh it's been really fun I've had a lot of great guests on there and uh. Yeah, we explore the inner workings of names. I love um, it. Yeah. I uh, love that. Po- <laughs> I, I can't wait to be a guest, actually, because I have yes. so much to say. You've got a very uh, uh, 
Interesting it's name. A it could be name. picked apart in many ways. Oh, I've listen. I've been working on that for over forty years. Yeah, <laughs> I've got issues with you name. <laughs> with your name? Yeah. Oh, I I'm thought, talking yeah. to you right now. Name. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> I you're, do. You're not a fan of your own name? No, I'm not. And there's there's loads of reasons, and it's multifaceted. And um, yeah, I'll just do a big tease and say we'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah. We just been invited. I just we just need to get a yes date down. Oh my god. Can't and we... you got but you guys do it separately because Doug's in LA and you do it from your home? Yeah, I, I was doing it from Santa Fe. I, I'm sure I did one or two in LA. Uh, we've only done one in person here when he came through for the Moon Tower Festival. All oh, right. So it's, it was really strange that we did one in person. It wasn't even in LA. It was here. So it really was odd to start out Santa Fe, LA, and then do <laughs> one live both in Austin. It's just bizarre, bizarre. But yeah. But I mean, the, and that was a cool thing too. Like, you know, as far as like, you know, like I'm sure you've had some, or you, you had Doug on recently, yeah, right? Doug, Doug was on a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. So like, it is cool that you can, we've all learned this virtual yeah. world. So and not it's, us, it's not us so, so much. I feel like that it, that have pivoted as much. It's the audience right. because being in radio for 20 years, I, I had a pretty hard rule unless it was. I don't know, Al Pacino or someone, we didn't like doing phone interviews. Yeah. Um, I find we found them to be very impersonal, yes. very difficult a lot of times. Saying that we've had, we did do a bunch. Yeah. I'm exaggerating yeah. about Al Pacino. We had Doug Benson on the phone, um, but um, we much prefer people when they're in the sure. studio. And so with COVID last year, we had to pivot on the radio show and in podcast world, I imagine, to allowing the, the Zoom opportunities. But because of that, it's just become so much the norm now. An audience right. doesn't go, oh, well, this is going to be less good quality. Yeah, they buy in. Yeah. It's just the way yeah. it is now. It's like you have, that's how you have to do it. Right. And so I think that now I'm less sort of picky about that. Or I was, I was worried about that in, in the beginning, the quality yeah. of it. But now that everybody does it, it's, sure. that's just the way it is. Yeah. And it's, it's not as fun as having you in studio. No, like, this give is you a always, big hug. Yeah. But, this is always better. But. Yeah. But, I do have to apologize for not not bringing your mate Alfie. I know. Oh, we're so excited. Yeah, cute picture right here of uh, you and Alfie. I'll just do that because it'll be on the screen for oh. the YouTube video. But it was the last time we hung out in person, which was so long ago because of COVID. Oh it was St. Patrick's Day, oh. I think 2019. Wow. 19. Yeah, so, wow. Because it wasn't last year. We, St. Patrick's Day didn't happen. Right. That, was the, that was the week in Austin that, that <sighs> we knew COVID was... Like it was really going to affect us. It was South by got cancelled. Our St. Patrick's Day broadcast Wait, no, got so canceled. that would have been 2018 maybe. Because I, I wasn't Wait. here for the South by that got cancelled. Or that was 2020. Oh, you're right. 2019. 2019. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what year it is. Because, yeah, but... the next South by was cancelled. Yeah. Like right at the time. But yeah, that 2019 St. Patty's Day. <laughs> oh, Alfie God. was just oh. like this big, teeny little stinky little puppy with his shower painted yeah. shamrock on his back yeah, so cute and then i don't remember the rest of the day because we there isn't a second part of the st patrick's day day what was it's that? just the first part yeah well but we were <laughs> at it early like it, yeah, and it was always. like uh, we had already all done south by southwest and mm -hmm. then it's like the cap off where it's like you're kind of just a zombie so done and then i was just thinking ah, man, I, i'm not gonna drink on this thing and then like was it Irish car bomb? Is that yeah, what it's called? The listeners love just oh, walking up and handing you an Irish car bomb. That was my first one. And then it was immediately followed by <sighs> my second one. And then I blacked out. And then, <laughs> and then we're here. Like, we're here. I, <laughs> two years later. Yeah, two pretty much. That's what it feels like, right? Like, yeah. There's no time in between. God. Good friends never need 
Two and a half years in between of silence. It has been forever. It was so good hugging you. It's crazy. Like you're real. Like honestly, just going back to COVID and that hugging people. I really missed that last year. And I'm not, I'm not one of those over, over, over huggers. I'm not going to hug everyone every time I see them, but there are some times you just think, ah, it's been two and a half years. It's going to be a great hug. Oh man. And missing that last year. Yeah. And trying to not lose sight of that, you know, cause like, I feel like we're all doing normal enough things now. Where like I might see a friend, like I haven't seen you in a while, and we'll hug, and then and in the middle like, of the hug, oh, I'm like, oh, oh wait, this is like COVID. special, like yeah. no, 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 oh. no, I'm th- like, like <laughs> the other way th- that I haven't seen yeah. you, and then it's like, oh, this is our first, because it can when you see somebody like that, like it can almost become so automatic, like you're s- snap right back to where you were, but it's like no, think about what has happened and how special this is yeah. to be in this moment. And you know, like, this is cool. This is cool. It is really nice to have you in studio. It's great. Um, I'm going to, I was going to suggest when we do your podcast, Wide World of Dugs, you and I should be in one room and Doug should be another, but that'd be weird. Oh, yeah. Like if we were together live and Doug was, that would, that would not be. I don't know, we could talk about it. It'd be funny. No, I don't think that'd be really weird. (laughs) I was just thinking that'd be great because you're here and I'm here, but yeah, I think that'd be strange. Well, he comes through a lot too. He does. He likes Austin. Yeah. He's through. He's here as much as I am, I feel like and somehow, <laughs> like he really does. Yeah. He got stuck here uh, at the Did beginning he? of quarantine or whatever. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was in Austin for South by maybe. And then just Probably. got stuck and yeah. like lived in a ghost town. It got weird. Yeah. It got very weird. It got very weird. Well, listen, I would just like to say from my family of animals to yours and well, God, I hate asking people this. Is Penny? Is oh, is Penny still with Oh, us? yes. But okay, she's just got really nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I just start Please. crying. <laughs> no, she's she's doing great. She's going on 14, but wow. still, like, last night at 1 a.m., she just popped up and brought a toy over and just started running around, got the zoomies. Oh, going on 14. That's, that's crazy. Brilliant. Yeah, she's she's good. Does she still have more followers on Instagram than you? She buy a lot. Yes, a it's lot. not even close. Still, she's, she's got 40,000 or 41 or something. At Luckiest Penny. Yep, at Luckiest Penny. She's still a cool being girl. cute. Oh my God, she's such a. I don't. How do we live without dogs? Oh how would gosh. we? I don't understand. I don't know. This one, this one likes to, Alfie here likes to. When we go to bed, he'll snuggle up and like get all all cute up in near my shoulder or under my armpit. And you know, most dogs can't do that because their snout would then be in the pit and they wouldn't be able to breathe. Right. But because he's a deformed Frenchie, it's on the top. <laughs> so he gets right in there and he can still breathe. And then he'll do a little turn around and it's almost perfect timing that he'll fart in my face. Oh my God. Such a farty dog. Um that the uh. I suppose I should be used to it because I had blue, blue boy, my my other doggy behind me who's who passed away a couple of years ago he was a pr- pretty prolific farter oh god yeah that'll but pound for pound alfie's is yeah. just penny like the cubic <sighs> feet that it lets out it's it doesn't even make sense yeah how like, does that you have thing to leave come from- <laughs> like you just leave your place like and then give it 20 Air it minutes. For three days yeah it's crazy it's yeah it is like a good length of time is this why you have your uh stand-up cds are called Fart Safari because uh, you've just lived in the world of farts with Penny so, for so long. I do. <laughs> or is that you? I do have, it's a mix. Uh, no, it was <laughs> actually the name Fart Safari. So I do have three albums. I love them. The first one was Fart Safari and that came from, um, I was just, I think I was actually hanging out with my cousin's dog, this beautiful husky named Newman. Love that guy. And 
either he farted or I did. And I was really stoned. And there's a documentary, like some nature thing that, on TV. And the word safari came on with the fart in the air. And I was like, fart safari. That's funny. Because I was trying to think of a name, but everything was so serious. And I was like, I don't want a serious name. And I was like, fart safari. Let's go the opposite of serious. And, yeah. and then there's fart safari two, fart harder. And then Fart Safari 3, Fart Heart of the Vengeance. Everybody's like, don't do, don't keep doing this. And I was like, every time somebody told me not to do it, I was like, I would double down. But What's then, the, what would the next one be if there was a fourth? If it we're would, doing oh, I was just, yeah, I was just analogies. doing, so the next Die Hard was, uh, it would have been a Fart, Fart uh, Harder? Fart, wait, so wait. Fart, Fart, fart har- Safari. Fart Safari, <laughs> Fart, Live Free or Fart Hard. Yes. That would be it. <laughs> but I bailed oh, on it. Great. I made it a trilogy. Because I, I ended up, I did in quarantine in my time in Santa Fe, I recorded an album, like a one-off called I'm Worried About Me that you can get right now. And it's, uh, which just comes from something that somebody says in the middle of the performance. But uh, it was me with my, you know, Jesus quarantine hair and everything. Nice. And I did like, I wrote an hour of material in quarantine about my time and my, because I just, I knew on the other side of quarantine, I wasn't going to want to talk about that stuff and audiences were going to want to move on. But I had written a bunch of stuff kind of in my head and I started packing it away and I basically wrote it in a month and I, after seven months off and just did a one-off record, like recorded on a deck in Santa Fe, spread out with people masked. Wow. Did this one hour of material and just retired it. And that was that. And it. it was, it was fun, but it was one of the most nerve wracking performances. <laughs> Oddly, like it was in front of like 10 friends. Oh, that's and it. it just, and, but it was just after seven months doing it in front of a tiny crowd, not really knowing the material yet. It was so scary, even though it was in front of people that I know, yeah. you know, like it shouldn't have been, but, but it's just the fact that you just spent all those months not doing anything. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. it was just all, like I got this adrenaline rush as if I were doing like some, you know, arena, like it was <laughs> wild, but and it was probably just excitement too, yeah. you know, like even, yeah, it's been my first time back here. Like I just did a seven minute spot and my adrenaline was so high yeah. and it was not no pressure, but it was just first time back. And I opened with a fart joke just to be extra silly because <gasps> why not? <laughs> Thank you. I was thinking about the word fart the other day. So I'm a big fan of the word fart. Yeah. Um, but in England, do you know, I don't know if you know this, uh, for kids. You guys call it like a muffin? What do you guys? It's even better, dude. Like it couldn't, and I wish it took off, like somehow it didn't have the power that it should have. Like Americans didn't realize this, but uh, in England, kids, um, usually they don't say fart because fart is rude. Wow. Um, yeah, not allowed to say fart. So you say Trump. Well, wait. I, I trumped. What? Yes. That's real? This just in. And we've been saying it for years. And so all of England's going, President oh Fart. <laughs> President Fart. And, and he is. And it did. It just like, no, it didn't spread like wildfire How? here. I don't know. It was very, that's, that's like the best thing about his presidency. <laughs> and it didn't catch on. That's so weird. I talked about it a lot, but I don't know if anyone ever really felt the, the funniness about it that I did. Right. Maybe because it's so new to your ears. Yeah. That, but for years, that's a fart. That is President Fartface. Well, we're not cultural over here, you know. Trumpy McTrumpeton, some of my friends call me because I'm a, I'm a bit gassy. I'm a vegetarian, <laughs> ate lots of beans and vegetables and things. So I'm known to to be farty. It's, it's actually, I think I get it from my mum. It's a and Alfie. Yeah, and all my dog, my animal families, they do cats fart. I don't know if they fart. I don't 
whatever smart cat. Oh, part. they for sure do. But uh, yeah, that was one of the things That's that really weird. disappointed me. Isn't that sad? I'm bummed. You guys. Yeah, it's so funny that like you. I think English Americans think we're too cultured. Like they think we're all like uh, Bridgerton or Downton Abbey, right? We're not. We're terrible people that do terrible things. But it's weird. I have loads of swear words. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're very. You can be very vulgar, but it's weird. I did start watching the uh, Love Island UK. Oh God! And what's weird, Magical. and I haven't seen the the US version. But I heard to watch the UK version. Yeah, that's the one to watch last summer. But what's crazy is how polite they like. It's nothing like, you know, Bachelor in Paradise, somewhere <laughs> where every American just immediately hates the other. And it's all like the 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 guys are just like, you know, measuring their dicks or whatever and, and wanting to fight each other. <laughs> Instead, it's like. I saw an episode last... I can't believe I'm talking about this. I saw an episode last night where like... It's very timely, Doug. <laughs> I just got sucked in. You uh, can still watch it. It's worth a binge. It's it's crazy. Uh, but there was a guy that got kicked off the island and all the guys were crying. They're crying. I remember. And they're kissing him. And I'm like, what? If this was America, they'd be like, sorry, bro. Yeah, and they, bro. they wouldn't want to like... They maybe like fist bump mm-hmm. or something. So much luck. Yeah, it's weird. But you yeah. guys are very polite. They, that like. was a little mix, though. Of there was some Australians because Harry Harry's Australian, isn't he? Harry Australian. Harry's in there. I've only seen part of one season. Yeah, Harry and what's a face? The one whose face doesn't move. They end up together. And <laughs> Nicole Kidman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, whoa! I was talking about Nicole Kidman's face the other day with a plastic surgeon friend of mine, and I said, "Tell." I don't know if this is going too far. What time is it here? We'll wrap this up with this one last story. <laughs> Mum, tune out right here. But several years ago, I got bitten in the face by a dog. It wasn't my dog. I was fostering and she didn't, it was my fault. She was laying on her back and I was tickling her tummy and I just went in to give her a kiss and uh, she, she just, oh. she like held my face. Oh my God. And I just gently was still talking to her yeah. like this and just oh. opened her jaws and then uh, my other dog was there too and so I didn't want to ha- any bad vibes right. anyway wow worst comes to the worst I called Jason at the time and uh, he comes to pick me up and takes me to plastic surgery office and they stitch it all up and you really really can't see that I had all these stitches wow. but I know they're there so going back to the plastic surgeon several years after the the incident and it looks pretty good but I can see these scars and I'm yeah. like what can we do and they said well um you know botox is really good for scars it just relaxes the scars and I was like let's do it i was pretty worried about the way they looked at the right. time and so <laughs> so this does tie, tie into nicole kidman i promise <laughs> but mum again if you're listening you just stop right now and fast forward to the end but <laughs> <laughs> you know she's not. <laughs> I was dating a guy at the time, and the boat. <laughs> oh God! The boat. Where is this going? It, it makes your top lip inoperable. Like it, you couldn't. Yeah. You couldn't suck on a straw, like <laughs> for a drink or anything else. It was like you had to like hold. <laughs> oh my. God. You have to hold the top lip down. Mom, Mom, how are you liking this? How are you liking this? I don't know what she's talking about. So I was like, well, I can't ever do that again. It's You're a messy eater and everything else is just, you know, messy. It's a, it's a mess. So I asked this plastic surgeon because I watched Nicole Kidman most recently in Nine Perfect Strangers, which I fucking loved, but, and something else she did before, but she does this a lot. <sighs> Yeah. Like frustration. And it's because she can't go and pull her lips together. Right. So I asked this doctor and she was like, yep, that's exactly 
in my medical opinion, what she's had done to not move the mouth. So poor old, uh, what's his name? Keith Urban. Yeah. (laughs) If they're into that type of thing, it's a bit messy. (laughs) I did not know this was going to go this route today. either. We should probably wrap it up on that note and continue this conversation (laughs) off air. It's uh... Don't worry, it's all better now. Look, it works again. So you're back at it. Back at it. Decided it was not worth the payoff. The good thing with those things, they're they're undoable. They wear off after yeah, a while. Yeah, you, yeah. Can, you don't always have to look dead in the face, Nicole Kidman. You can start. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, uh, how is she going to play Lucille Ball if she can't move her face? I don't know. Uh, she Lucille Ball had a lot of expressions. She did. Her eyebrows were up here. Yeah. I mean, they were probably painted, but they were very, yeah. very high. <laughs> yeah, they just paint it differently every other every scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. This scene, you're going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I hate being on television. This is the worst. It's so much better if you're just on radio and you don't ever have to look at yourself on the screen as well. You know, and I I, I look at people like Nicole Kidman and I don't blame them. I think, you know, if I was up there with my face 20 feet high. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a lot to have to. It's a lot. You're really under the microscope. Really. Instead of just looking in the mirror going, (laughs) it's a lot different when you're. Ugh. Ugh, look at the size of my tooth in that scene on the when I'm on the Alamo Draft House Cinema. It's the size of my head. Well, yeah, when I sat down, I'm like, I had this oh, side okay. shot. Yeah, yeah, we're like, I'm like, oh my god, Colton, I gotta get can we to the have gym. a wide shot right now and see which? No. And I've by the way, the whole podcast I've just like bowled over with my terrible. Po- yeah, I'm, I'm just. Ugh. Yes, we're v- this is quarantine mode still. <laughs> just, <ugh. laughs> I feel like a potato. <laughs> We look good. Oh, you want to go do some push-ups? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Tomorrow. I don't miss it. I'm starting Monday. I stopped going to the gym for like two months. I don't know why. It's it's I'm just grossed out by myself. I need to grow yeah. up, go to the gym. Ugh, yeah, that sounds terrible. Just have pizza and whiskey on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, or, you know, every day. <laughs> every day. <laughs> I'll text you. <laughs> Will you? Yeah. Let's get together and have some pizza. Are you at the gym? How about some bourbon? Yeah. Uh, it's not like I haven't done that before. It's not the best way to go. Um, Doug, so lovely to talk to you. So good to see you. So, I was really lovely to see you in person. Yeah. Where can people find you if they want to follow your work and, uh, and purchase your goods? Um, at Doug Mellard, M-E-L-L-A-R-D, on all social media. Isn't that great? You got your name. Yeah, it's, uh, it's lucky. Because no one else has that dumb name. Yeah. But. <laughs> Look at mine. I got mine too. What does that tell you? <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, and then, yeah, I've, uh, I'm worried about me, the fart safaris. That's all everywhere you get albums. And then the new film, The Disappearance of Toby Black... Toby Knee? What did I say? <laughs> the Disappearance of Toby Blackwood is out there on the Portland Film Festival site. You can watch it right now. We're very excited about it. Oh, and I, I didn't even mention, oh my God, uh, The Octopus Project, local band. They're amazing. They yeah. did the score for us, and we we're very lucky to have wow. them because they are so talented. And uh, we actually, that was the band I saw last night and they were, oh my God, they were, if there was a roof on that building, they would have blown blown it right off. off. It was awesome. But great performance from those guys. ah, They're so talented. Um, But yeah, we were so lucky to have them. But uh, you can watch that at the Portland Film Festival site. And then we also found out yesterday we're in the Maui Film Festival as of yesterday. Does that mean you get to write off a trip to Maui? Well, here's the deal. It's partially in person, partially not. And the part that's in person I can't make, which sucks. Oh. So, yeah. But but at least it's there and that's a great it's way to there. get the film it's out. It's good. Yeah. Well, so. thank you. 
Thank Keep you. Keep farting. Don't <laughs> ever stop. And tell all your friends that that Trump means fart in England. Yes. Oh, I'm on that. Tell and, all your friends. And we got to have you on Wide World, World of Dogs, of yes, course. Let's yes. Let's make that yes, happen. Yes. Right, do it. Do it. We're going to make fun of your name so hard. Well, oh you're going to make fun I've of your got, name. I, listen, if you think you... Okay, if you guys can come up with something that I haven't heard, whiskey and beer on me. All right. All right. And pizza. Okay. I mean, good luck. Just no Irish car bomb, please. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Thank Love you. you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> All right, take note, Doug Benson. Other noted Doug, Doug Mellard. Mellard. Mellard? I think that's the one we... Mellard. That's the one. Doug Mellard. He said, I love you at the end of the interview there because that's what you do on this show, All right? I don't know anything, but I know at the end of an interview, I always say I love you. And you didn't give it back to me, Doug Benson, so I'm still angry with you. But I will be seeing you on your podcast soon. Uh, make sure you follow Doug Mellard. That's literally his uh, social media name. That's wonderful. So you can find him on Instagram, on Twitter, on all the stuff. And then, uh, yeah, go down, go download the fart safaris. Lots of fun. Trump safaris, if you will. I really wish that had caught on. Is it too late to make it happen? President Fart? I think it's too late. All right, anyway, I'm out of here. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Love you. Thanks for listening. You can find more episodes and all of our other Hot Pie Media originals baked fresh daily at our home online at hotpiemedia.com, the Hot Pie Media YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts.